Welcome back, gentlemen. We continue here in the Maharal, Nasiv HaTshuva. The Maharal's discussions on the pathway of Tshuva over here. Coming to you live, of course, from the Summerton Community Kail of Summerton, Philadelphia. Beautiful, lovely Wednesday morning. Yes, Wednesday morning. Hayyam Yom Raviv Shabbos. Yeah, maybe. It's been a little bit wet and wild the last few days, right? Um, and let's continue over here. As we appreciate the Gishmei Bracha that are still gathered in the clouds. And again, in the Maral says like this. Maral says like this. We're on page Kufnun Gimel and Perik Bey's right-hand column of the standard edition of the Maral. And we're beginning a new paragraph. Maral is now going to quote for us another Gemara and give us his analysis and insights into yet another Gemara on the topic of Tshuva. Amr Abiyasi Aglili. says Abiyasi Aglili. Gedayla Tshuva. Tshuva is great. Shemevia Gu'ula. It brings redemption. Brings redemption to the world. To Zion shall come the Redeemer. And to those who repent from their Averis, Biakov, amongst Klai Yisrael. The Gemara says, My time of What's the Pazak saying? Where is the Redeemer going to come from? Through what are we going to merit the Goyal of Mashiach to come, the redemption? For the reason that it is spelled out in the second half of the Pazik that we have repented. The Gemara says, repentance, tshuva, brings redemption. Amr Yechanan, G'dayla tshuva. The Gemara goes on and says, quotes Rabbi Yechanan saying that tshuva is great. He says it slightly differently. The first opinion says, Gula brings the gula, brings redemption. Rabbi Yechanan says, Rabbi Yechanan, not Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan says, M'karevis gula. It hastens the Geula, brings it closer. Not that it brings it, but it hastens it. Shenemar, Shimru Mishpar Vasut Tzedakah, safeguard justice, do acts of Tzedakah, Ki Kroiva Yeshua Si Lavoi, for my Yeshua, my my salvation is close, is at hand, is it Kasi Lihigalais, and my righteousness, says God, shall imminently be revealed. So we have an interesting debate over here between Rabbi Yisak Lila and Rabbi Everyone agrees that Shuva is connected to Geula, to redemption. And the debate is, does it bring the redemption or does it hasten, expedite the redemption? So Maharal is going to sink his teeth into this Machlaikas and give us his analysis and understanding. We'll see some insights. Pirush. Well, what's this Machlaikas all about? Bringing the Geula, hastening the Geula. But everyone agrees that the... That, 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 the, the um, Act of tshuva does have a power to uh, to um, pull with it geula. Everyone agrees that there's some link, there's a connection between tshuva and the geula and the redemption. And Maral's got to explain that first. What's this connection between me doing tshuva and bringing the geula, bringing the redemption? So it says the Maral. Mibnei shabal tshuva choyzer b'tshuva v'nivdol menayetzer hara v'yoytzer b'zel l'cheirus. Says the Maral. If you think about it. You think about it. You okay over there? You all right? You need something to drink? Something a little stronger than that? Maybe that would help. Okay. Um, we have uh, some Rashi 4% wine there in the wow. fridge, but I think you need something a little stronger than that. So, says the Maral. Let's think about this. Maral is going to share with us a very, very interesting and intriguing idea. What happens when a Yid does tshuva? He, he, throws off of his shoulders, throws off of himself 
the yoke of the Yetzer Hara. Right? We talk about having the yoke of heaven on our shoulders. There's another yoke that a Yid can sometimes have on his shoulders, and that's the yoke of the Yetzer Hara. The Yetzer Hara is, is, is like sitting astride our shoulders, got the whip, and the Yetzer Hara is directing us. And, and, some, and, and without even realizing it, most of the time, we are just following orders, following directions. The Yetzer Hara you know, snaps his fingers, says, go there, we go there. He craps the, cracks the whip, go there, we go there. He claps his hands, barks out an order, look at this, say this, don't look at this, don't say this, don't go there. We listen to the Yetzer Hara. He is in the saddle, and he steers us, he directs us. Tshuva is not about stopping the Avera. Tshuva is not limited to you know, de- ceasing and desisting from the practice of doing Avera. Real tshuva is we're, we're back in control. We're in control. So, Maral's immediately sharing with us one fascinating insight that a tshuva, which is merely a temporary suspension of my, my practices, temporary abeyance of, 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 uh, of um, sinning, that's not really tshuva. That's called, that's called, you know, last minute panic. That's called cramming for a test. You know, <clears throat> cramming for a test, right? Sorry, them over here ever did that. I do that routinely, right? You have a big test coming up. History exam, science, biology, all these facts and bits and pieces of information, flotsam and jetsam, right? So that you got to get a good grade. So you save the night before packing your head full of information, you know, trying to trying to saturate your short-term memory, and hopefully the next day you remember enough. <laughs> you hopefully remember enough to pass. I was gonna say hopefully you remember enough to pass, right? So uh, that's cramming for a test. You didn't really change yourself, you didn't really internalize anything, absorb anything. You just packed yourself temporarily with a lot of facts. So chuva sometimes is the same thing, you know, with Roshana's around the corner, Yom Kippur's coming up. We, we uh, you know, know we've got to get serious, so we spend a couple days before Rosh Hashanah, a couple days during the Assessing Chuva, Yom Kippur itself, we, you know, we try to behave. But that was the spiritual equivalent of, of cramming for a test. We didn't really change ourselves. We didn't really absorb anything. We didn't really internalize anything. We're temporarily on, 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 on good behavior. You know, you want another, you guys want another muscle for this? Um... Once in a while when I'm driving on the highway, I go a little bit over the speed limit. I don't know if any of you do that. But occasionally, you know, taking the 195 from Philadelphia to Lakewood, speed limit is 65 over there. And it's a nice, you know, traffic's moving generally. It's, it's a nice drive, you know. This time of year, soon, soon we'll see all the leaves changing over there, right? Beautiful drive. Uh, but, uh, you know, speed limit 65, and I'll allow myself to go a little bit over 70, 75. 79, I hold you can go up to 79. As long as you hit the 80s, cops probably aren't going to pull you over, right? Some of that. But you got to be very careful, because if you allow yourself to always go cruise down at 79, which for a little higher safe, you know, unless it's the end of the month maybe, um, you can accidentally just go a little bit over 80, you know, cops, you hit, you know, you're already in the next, in the 80s now, so the cops going to pull you over, right? So, um, it happened to be, I think more than once, that, um, that uh, I was going a little bit, it was one of these once in a while occasional uh, trips where I just happened to be going a little bit over, 
and and I look in my rearview mirror, and I see a cap pull out of the the, the um, median. They wait. They wait in the middle, and he begins to follow me. He's following me. I drove right by, and I decided like I would see him in the median, and immediately slow down. Of course, you go go you go down to 65, 66, 67, right? And you drive right past him, but yeah, once you see him, he already he's saw you. Late. He saw yeah. you, and he's Made got that, that speed gun over there. Yeah. So so it happened once, or at least once, maybe twice. Even I think this happened that you know you you see him, you slam on the brakes, you slow down, but then you keep going. You hope he's just going to stay there. But but I saw my rear mirror. He pulled out and he started following me, and you 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 begin to like sit there a little bit, right? This guy's following you in your rear mirror. And he's just like exactly matching your speed and trailing you. And the whole time, I'm just keeping my, okay, you know, I'm not going to go above 66, 67, that's it, you know. I'm, I'm a very safe driver, very conscientious of traffic laws, the speed limit. And they follow you, they follow you, and, and, and they, they uh, you're just davening, saying to Hillam, telling everyone in the car with you to say to Hillam, just, you know, hopefully they'll go away. They follow you for, it's happened to me, again, they follow me for like a good minute, and then, like, the guy, you know, pulled over again, took an exit, and, like, looped back around to get back into the meeting or whatever. So, why did that happen? I don't know. Maybe he had Rachmanis. Maybe he wasn't sure about the reading. Maybe he wanted to see if I was going to be dumb enough to go even, you know, over 80 while he's actually following me. But for those, the point is, for those few minutes that you know you did something wrong, and the policeman is following you, you are on your best behavior, right? You see the guy in your rearview mirror, you're not going to be dumb enough even though, like, you never get pulled over for going 70 when it's 65, but you're not even going to hit 70. You're going to 67, 68. The cop's right behind you. You're not going to go over that. And what happens when the guy, the cop, after a minute or so of trailing you, he decides to pull back into the median? And you, again. Well, well, back right up to 79. That's right. Right back up to 79 again. So that's not shuva, Rabbi. So that's exactly what the Maral's talking about over here. That's not shuva. What is that? That's being shaken into good behavior temporarily because I'm panic struck. I'm panicking. So temporarily I'll shape up my act. Temporarily I'll clean myself up because I got the cap right behind me. So very often our Aserasi made Shuva is the same thing. Going into Rosh Hashanah, going into Yom Kippur, we see the cap in the rearview mirror. We see the Rebbein over here. And okay, we're saying Slichas, we're getting up early, we're, we're, we're behaving ourselves. You know, Thursday night is Erev Rosh Hashanah. Erev Rosh Hashanah, the last day of the year, we want to do tshuva. Now, I'm not telling anyone what to do, but but uh, but uh, I'm not telling anyone what to do. I, I know we're being recorded right now. But um, what, one of my kids pointed out to me that uh, a local sports team, one of our regional teams over here, has a game Thursday night, Erev Rosh Hashanah. And my kid said, Tati, I don't think anyone's going to be watching that. It's the last day of the year, Erev Rosh Hashanah. You know, that's, that's bad timing, unfortunate timing. But the last day of the year, right? Even the people that no, normally we really get into our, our local teams, yeah, last day of the year, come on, who's, who's going to be doing that? Last day of the year, we're going to do tshuva. Okay, that's the cap in the rearview mirror. But shaping ourselves up, cleaning up our act, because we know Rosh Hashanah is coming, that's not tshuva. That's what the Maharal is saying. Tshuva is when we have thrown the Yetzirah out of the saddle, out of the driver's seat. I'm able to temporarily suppress the Yetzirah. I'm able to temporarily put the Yetzirah in, in the passenger seat. 
when I see that cop in the rearview mirror, I say, get out of here. We're going to get a ticket. You nuts? I, tell, I scream at the gates of horror. You want to get me a ticket? You want to get you want to put points on my license? You crazy? So that shakes me up. So I kick the gates of horror out of the steer, out of the driver's seat. I take the steering wheel away from him. I send him to the passenger. I send him to the back. I send him to the trunk. But he's still there. He's still there. That's not real tshuva. That is panicking and not wanting to get the tickets. And then as soon as Maitzim Kippur's over, as soon as we hear that shoifer, boom, the Yitzhahara says, okay, is it safe to come out now? Right? Safe to come out? Opens up the trunk, he crawls back to the passenger seat, to, to the front of the car, I welcome back in, I say, okay, I'll, you, you drive, you, you, you know, you have a lot more experience than myself, I tell the Yitzhahara, I take the passenger seat, here you go, you take the steering wheel. It says the Maral, real tshuva is when I unseat, unsaddle, unhitch the vehicle from the Yitzhahara's control altogether, I, I, I wrest control from him. I throw him out. I kick him out. I have wrested myself away from the Yitzhahara. I've separated myself from the Yitzhahara. He's not around anymore. Not cramming for the test, not slowing down temporarily because the cop is in the rearview mirror, but really being conscientious of what I need to do and do it whether or not the cop is there, whether or not I have the test coming up. Getting rid of the Yitzhahara. Self-control. Asserting self-control, much deeper and richer type of tshuva. Says the Maral, when that happens, the The act of tshuva is really an act of freedom. Tshuva and freedom go hand in hand, because tshuva is really freeing me up from the yetsar hara. Rabbi Yisai, it's freeing me from the yetsar hara. Kibal hachet, Someone who does averus is really enslaved. He's a subordinate. He's a subject to a ruler who is, who is senile. There's Pasuk in Kaihelis. Talks about a king who is old and senile. Crazy king. An old crazy king. Now, who's going to make themselves a subject of a crazy king? Listen to what a crazy king has to say. Senile. An old, a senile ruler. Right? So you got to be crazy to take such a person as a ruler. But that's the Yitzhahara. It gives us, gives us crazy orders. Asher humayshobay. Someone who hasn't done real tshuva has put himself under the control of the Yetzirah. As we said earlier, the Yetzirah has the reins. He cracks the whip. He snaps his fingers. And I listen, and he's crazy because he's doing things that are not, he's giving orders that are not in my best interest. Um, Why is he called a king? We, we follow his orders. Like we mentioned when we haven't done Shuvah yet, we are being ruled by our Yetzir We listen to whatever he has to say. We don't even think twice. The Baal Shuvah throws off his reign, throws off the yoke, is able to free himself up from this Yetzir That is redemption. This, hence the connection between tshuva and redemption. That's ge'ula. Ge'ula is taking us out of a state of godless, is taking us out of, state, uh, out of a state of being subordinate, subjects to someone else, subject to someone else's rule, subject to someone else's laws and policies, subject to someone else's authority. Tshuva is the ultimate act of not being a subject to someone else's authority and policy, and that is the authority and the policy and the rule of my Yetzir Hara. 
Hagula. Therefore, it brings the Geula. My tshuva, being that it's a personal Geula, it's throwing the Yetzirah off of my shoulders, it's throwing the, the yoke of the Yetzirah out the window. It also, it brings the Geula Shiyu Nigalim Mikayichu Umas HaMashlam Heim Machtimus Yisrael. It is able to bring the power of Geula um, because the same way I I muster the strength to do a proper tshuva, which is to release myself from the rule of the authority of the Yitzhahara, Mida Kanegadida Hashem will release Klai Yisrael from the authority and the rule of the Gaim. Now, that's in of itself what we just discussed is a major idea, discovery, something to really digest. You know, the different t- two different types of tshuva, tshuva, which is just temporarily cleaning up my act because I'm panicky, I'm panicked and scared, as opposed to real tshuva, which is a real fundamental change and shift from within. Um, real tshuva is throwing off the authority of the Yetzirah. I'm in control, as opposed to I just quickly, out of my panic, threw him to the back seat. And that is a personal redemption. It's throwing off his 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 authority. I'm no longer subordinate in the subject of the Yetzirah. And that brings the ultimate ke'ulo, that we don't have to be authority uh, in this, uh, to the rule of the Gaim. And there's a whole second half to this, which I think we'll see tomorrow. We'll stop over here and just let this digest and percolate over here. Tomorrow we'll continue and see deeper connections between the personal redemption of Tshuva and the greater redemption from the Goyim and uh, a lot of the connections that Mara's going to make on this idea and uh, all that and more tomorrow. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful today. Thank you for joining.